Jimmy Butler, he's a very interesting player to me. He's like, oh shoot, I don't know where to go with the ball because I haven't been able to think. It was a great series. Game four was one of the best games I've ever watched in my entire life. Now LeBron's a four-time champion and Anthony Davis gets his first. That's just, it's unacceptable. So happy when the Astros lost because it would definitely be a 2020 thing. Yeah, I was impressed by their game. Braden Point, Andre Palat, uh, Nikita Kucherov, that was the best line in the playoffs, no doubt. Stay undefeated when they face the Mighty Mighty Cowboys with Garrett Gilbert. Hey everyone, I'm Jared Sandler and you're listening to Outsiders Opinions. What's up y'all? Welcome to our MLB Opinions of the Week. We are recording just as first pitch is about to start. Has not started on my phone. Uh, the man uh, on the other side of the screen in the studio, Austin. Yeah. Uh, how are you feeling, Kevin? You know, I'm feeling nervous. You know, people don't understand why I'm freaking out. We don't count. That's I'm not counting in the outs left in the game. We're just going to see what happens. Because uh, we all know what happens then. So, But um, seriously, though, I think this is a big game for the Rangers. Game 5. Game 4 was a huge win because it was a bullpen game. Now, Game 6, you have Merrill Kelly for the Diamondbacks. And I don't believe this series is over at all. Um, because if the Diamondbacks get to Game 7, I would say they're the favorites to win. Because who is going to pitch Game 7 for the Rangers? That's a good question. And I do have to mention the fact that or, or it's Gallon today for the yeah. Diamondbacks. Yeah. I think if, they, if the Diamondbacks win tonight, then you have Kelly... For game six. Yeah, who's the better pitcher right now, I would say. I I think he's probably the best pitcher in this series, starter at least. Yeah, yeah. Evaldi didn't really have a good game one. Yeah. <clears throat> um, game six would be nervous for the Rangers, but you have Monty. Uh, I think a big part is that the Rangers have not been good at home during the yeah. playoffs after the first couple rounds. Uh, their one loss this series has came at home, and they almost lost game one at home. Yeah. You want to finish it now. This isn't a let's win it in Arlington. Yeah, I know. This is win it and we're done. Like, I, that's my thing. And that's why I love game four was huge because it got you back to Evaldi to clinch, which Evaldi is, I would say, their best pitcher starter. Montgomery's also been amazing. Okay. Yeah. Montgomery, those two have been amazing, but to get those wins with. Um, the bullpen and you just can't go, let this get to a game seven and I think it would if they would lose tonight so people saying like people last night were saying it's over and I'm like stop talking please and then it was 11 7 I'm like see you don't you don't know are you worried at all about the losses of Adolis Garcia or Max Scherzer um ooh, that's a good one I would say Adolis is big but Travis Chanikowski was really stepped up like he's a good player but I would say just because of a lack of starter depth, Max Scherzer hurts more. Okay. Yeah, because I would assume that – I mean, McKinney pitched yesterday. So I know. Would pitch, so would it be Dunning? It would have to be. It would have it to be, be Dunning. Dunning. And I'd but love it would Dunning. be a pseudo bullpen game where I believe that Avaldi would get in probably at some yeah. point of the game. Monty would probably give you an inning. But the bullpen being the weakest link – for the Rangers overall, you don't want another bullpen game. Yeah, you don't. That's why I love 
Like what they were able to do yesterday was huge for them in having the chance to clinch this series. Um, and the offense seemed different. Like I know there are home runs, but the first run was like um, a first one. Well, the first run score was a wild pitch. Um, to me, I think they've been heavily home run reliant. And to me, it didn't seem like that yesterday. Yeah. Uh, Simeon is finally awoken. Seager this entire series has been great. The thing is, the Diamondbacks are still hitting. There hasn't been really yeah. a game where I'm like, oh, the Diamondbacks can't hit today. Nope. That that Even last game, where obviously they still end up losing and a lot of runs were late, but you guys still had to pitch your closer the, yeah. to end the game. Yeah. Yeah, it's... I, I The score doesn't reflect it, but um, overall, I think this has been a nice series. It hasn't been great. Game two was rough, but I think game one, I was busy, but I think game one was fantastic. It was. I watched the entire. Oh, nothing. I, I watched the very large majority of it. It was. Oh. It's been one of the better World Series games I've watched in a while. So, yeah. and that was. I think that's still the biggest game so far this series. Oh yeah, because absolutely. And the comeback. Yeah, I want a. I want a frame picture of that Seager. Like the scream. Have it's not the first photo? time he's done it. He did it with the Dodgers. I yeah, know I know he did that. it with the Dodgers, but like I don't remember seeing that with him because it's just almost robotic. With well, he's usually a guy who does not uh, display many emotions, mm-hmm. and when he does, it's kind of like. And again, this is I'm gonna go into a hockey example, but Bergeron for us, I know he's retired now, but he was one of those guys that he didn't show a lot of emotion, but when Game Seven. Uh, against the Maple Leafs, scores a series-ending goal, he goes ballistic, and you never see him do it. it. It's those type of moments that I think are even more impactful. Or the players that are very even-kill, hey, I'm not going to celebrate. The Barry Sanders, every time he scored, he would hand the ball to the ref. But I can guarantee you if he scored a, a go-up touchdown in the fourth quarter of the Super Bowl, he would have gone ballistic. And those moments I really do think are important. Yeah, like it's huge, and that's why you brought Seager here. And um, overall, yeah, if I'm the Diamondbacks, I'm not worried about it. Um, we'll talk about it more, but yeah, I think it's been fun. I know ratings have been low, but I think just, I think it's, because of Game Two, the, the problem I, I'm at also having is the umpires have been bad. The yeah, umpiring he, is bad. My the past dad two umpires me. were bad. Like especially my dad called me game three. My dad, my dad. I may not be a Rangers fan because my grandparents are very big Yankees fan, but my dad is a Rangers fan and he's pulling for the Rangers harder than he, he's big into Dallas sports, but he called me yesterday and was like, I cannot wait until the automatic umpires are here because it, it the problem, Kevin is we see it. We, as fans, Dude, we bad. know what the call should be. We know <laughs> So to know and it not be, it's like, I, I don't, it, it's, it's bad. It, it's like watching someone have the answer to a test and not being able to tell them the answer and just yeah. put themselves in a hole. It, yeah. It's been bad. And mm-hmm. well, luckily it, there's been bad calls both ways. And I don't think it's necessarily leaning too hard one way or the other, but it does affect games and it shouldn't be like that. Yeah, um, like the one to me, there was like Nate Lowe got a walk, but that was fortunate. But then there was also LeClerc, 
where he got a dot or like you saw it light up. He, I think he painted the corner with like a slider. They're like ball. And then it's way out of the zone. The guy's like strike. I'm like, my, my thing again is even if that's a makeup call, you can't call that a strike. Why? Yeah, no. It is way. Yeah, it is not like, close. Like that is no not way. close. Like <clears throat> there's a chance he wouldn't even even like without reaching for it, meaning like extending his body towards it. If he swung normally, I don't think he could have made contact with it. Like that's how far the slider was out. Yeah. That's why I hate makeup calls in every league. Just call it right. If you make a mistake, you make a mistake. Don't make another one the entire game. When refs try to make makeup calls, they make they make it worse. Two wrongs don't make a right. And yeah. to call again, like they were saying on the broadcast, they weren't wrong. That gets in your head as a hitter. Like, I have to swing now at every – if he's going to call that a strike. Because the hitter doesn't know that the one that was called a ball was supposed to be a strike. The hitter doesn't know that. But he does know that the one that's a foot off the plate is supposed to be a ball. And now, as a hitter, you have to think, I have to swing here. I can't let this pitch go by. And obviously, he strikes out swinging. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a great point. And, yeah, I, I wanted to bring that up because it was just bad. I thought – Someone said one guy was really good, but maybe that was earlier on. Yeah, I think game one's ump was probably the best we've seen so far. I don't know if that's because it was the crew chief, which I believe it was, but I think he has been the best one. And I think he would be the home plate umpire for game seven because they have six umpires, which I think you know that, right, for the playoffs? Uh, No, I'm not really. So they usually have four umpires, but in the playoffs they also have two, one on each – um, foul line in the outfield. So they have six. And I think because everyone gets to be home, that the one we got in game one would be the same one we get in game seven, hopefully. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, so overall, I think that's it. I'll let you close it out uh, with any final thoughts. Yeah. Thank you guys for listening. How have you guys thought about the series? Uh, when this is posted, I think the game will still be going on, but we'll, we'll obviously not know the result right now. So uh, check out our other videos and thank you guys for listening.